Hello, everyone, and welcome to the second episode of Scientology, the podcast, hosted by Paul Lodo. That's me. How is everyone? Thank you for tuning in. I just started my Instagram account for the whole thing here, this new thing, so uh, if you're not yet following, please do. That is at Scientology, spelled like it sounds. You can also find it through my Instagram. I have a link to it where my stuff is tagged, where I'm tagged at. So let me just address something. I was listening to my first episode. I haven't posted either of them yet. Um, I'm actually doing both of these at the same time, right before I, I get launching. And uh, I'd just like to say I'm sorry that I didn't acknowledge that ringing sound in the elevator sooner. That was driving me absolutely fucking crazy. So I can only imagine it was driving you crazy too. Um, I don't know if those people made it out of the elevator. They're probably dead. Who knows? You know, people die all the time. Uh, I know the ringing stopped, and that's what's important. Um, so this is the second episode. We're really fucking doing it, you know? Two episodes. That means you have not quit yet. And uh, I'm not, I'm not going to quit. I'm going to do this weekly, and we're going to have a good time. I can't wait to hear what you guys think, and if you write in to me and ask me questions or give me suggestions or send me links to weird stuff, I'll watch it and tell you what I think about it or check things out and give you my reactions if that's interesting to you. I, um, right now I'm still recording with my iPhone, my newly busted iPhone 8. Fucking goddamn pieces of shit. Why do they make things so fragile? Like, it's glass. It's one of the most commonly dropped things in the world. I got it, and I was gonna be cocky for a minute and be like, I don't really need a case. And it is slick as goose shit. You can't fucking hold on to this goddamn phone. So I dropped it once, had a little chip. I was like, ah, shit. So I need to get a case. So I ordered a case on Amazon. And I have Amazon Prime, not to brag, but I, I have that. And, uh, you know, you can get it too. It's not enormously expensive. Uh, but it's supposed to give you free, quick delivery, you know? And uh, the damn phone case not only didn't show up when it was supposed to, but the day that they sent me a delay, they're like, yeah, sorry, it's, it's going to be another minute. Then I dropped the fucking phone that day on my shop floor at my shop in Brooklyn and cracked the whole fucking back of it. So that's broken. So I got a case for it now. It's just on the back. So, I mean, I can live with that. I got the insurance, but still, it's like $175 to get a new phone. So if I don't have to, I'm not gonna. But like, there's a chip of glass that came out of it. It's, you know, you can't keep. That's why I can't have nice things. That's just, I'm a, I'm a clumsy monster. So I am recording from my iPhone, and I think it sounds pretty good. At some point, I'll probably get a better recording setup. I know there's a lot of, like, clicks. You can, like, hear my fucking voice doing unpleasant things. But you know what? If that bothers you that much, stop listening. I'm, I can't, I can't make everybody happy. But you are being, um, I'm recording directly into my phone on my voice memos. I'm laying on my couch and my phone is on my chest. So while you listen to this, just think about you laying your head down on my chest because that's where I'm talking you to. I'm holding you like a little baby right here on my, my chest on the couch. So if that comforts you, great. If it makes you uncomfortable, sorry. Um, if you can't admit to yourself that it's comfortable, Maybe we'll get there, you know? But know that I, I hold you dear. Dear to my chest. 
like my like my children, my Scientologists. Yeah, so let's see what else is going on. All right, so uh, I'm not drinking today. I figured I wouldn't drink one day. That's probably a good idea, right? I drink too fucking much. I, I don't know if I drink too much, but I drink too often. And uh, the bar that I work at does not make it much easier because it is a drinking establishment. I had a few too many, few one too many yesterday. I worked the day at the bar because I had a show at night, which was really great. I was uh, my friend Joe List and Jason Cantor's show that they run at, at Jason's apartment up in Spanish Harlem. It was a lot of fun. Really packed show, and I closed it out, and I uh, I was very happy with the way that that worked out. I got to book more shows, man. That's just something I got to do. I cannot have enough at this point. My schedule's kind of opening up so I can do more things. But yeah, so I had a few drinks at the bar while I was working. A few is a very, very kind way for me to say that to myself. And then um, had some beers at the show. Now I feel a little like hammered dog shit, but not so bad. It's been worse before. You know, having a hangover for me is a strange thing. It gives me a, a, a weird feeling of, like, elation. It's almost like a, um, like a near-death experience or something. I just appreciate the, the fact that I'm alive and still kicking and makes me more, like, um, thankful of my, my life in general, I guess. I don't know why that is. But hangovers hurt me, but maybe I like a little pain. Who knows what it is? I am a sick fuck. In many, many ways. But I'm also not as bad as some. I don't know. I'm not hiding any bodies or anything. I didn't care about those people dying in the elevator, if they did. And that probably says something about me. But, again, strangers, you know? If it was one of you or somebody I cared about in there, I'd fucking pry that thing open with a crowbar and drag you out. But it's just some people in my building, and most of the people here are kind of weird. There's a thing on my... I live on the second floor, and, uh... When I take the garbage out, I go to this little garbage room, and then when I come back, there's a door I have to go through. And somebody scraped into the the door, and the paint in the door said, fuck floor two. And there's just something so interesting about that. It's like, first of all, I didn't know we were on a team. I didn't know floor two was like a gang. But now I want to figure out who that is and be like, you got a fucking problem with floor two, dude? What's up? I'm going to go knock on all these doors and figure out who my neighbor's on. We'll beat the shit out of you. Whatever floor you're on, your fucking floor sucks. Floor two rocks. Actually, second floor living is the way to go, as far as I'm concerned. I don't want to be on the first floor, because I don't want want to, like, open my window and some guy's just standing there scratching his balls looking at my shit. And I also don't want to be so high that if I need to jump out my window, I get really hurt, you know? So I think the second floor is just right. It's a little noisy, but everywhere is noisy in New York. Um, I can hear the people on the street being weird, but, uh, it's also not so far that I can't lean out the window and tell them to shut the fuck up. I've had the joy of doing that a few times since living in New York. It's really fun. You see it in films sometime when people like lean out their apartment window and be like, Hey, shut the fuck up. And it is as fun as it looks. I got to tell you people just leaning on their horn or some guy outside screaming or whatever. It just makes me wish I had a bucket of water balloons by the window. I just chuck them at people left and right. We don't have enough water balloon fights anymore as grown-ups. You know? It's a true thing. It's one of the most fun things you can do is hit somebody with a water balloon. 
Everybody always said this about water balloons. I remember they would not only just take the water balloon idea and say, that would be fun to hit somebody with a water balloon, but then people would say, I want to hit them with a water balloon full of piss, which is gross. And maybe it's just an indication that I hang out with strange people, but it always bugged me when that was said in the same sense that it bugs me when people say assless chaps, when people describe someone as wearing assless chaps, it always bugs me that I have to be like, all chaps are assless. They just go over your pants. They're crotchless too. They're just things that go over your legs. You could just say chaps. And why am I the one who has to always remind people that chaps just don't have an ass? It makes me feel weird like I'm like a chaps-owning person or some kind of specialist, but that's just the way it is. But the, ra- the way it relates to what I'm saying about the piss full of, like the water balloon full of piss is like, it irritates me in the same way because I'm like, how are you going to get that much pressure to fill up a balloon with pee? You can't do that. Like, it, it wouldn't inflate. It just... Like, I think the best you could do is, like, pee into another source and then squeeze it into the balloon somehow. Or maybe just pee a little into the balloon and then fill it with water. And then that's just diluted piss. So you just kind of filled it up with toilet water. I've put a little too much thought into this pee balloon thing. But it's just a, as an example of, like, if we're going to talk about stuff... Don't waste my time, okay? Assless chaps, that's a waste of time. You just sound... It sounds fun. I get that. But it is what it is. Same with the water balloon full of pee. If we're going to talk about hypothetical pranks, at least make it logistically real. Like, I want to know how we could do it. I'm just saying I'm not fucking around anymore, guys. Like, I want... I want to be serious about silly things. I guess is my point. All right, so this is the second episode. How much time is there? Fucking 10 minutes. Great. We are cruising along. So some of the stuff I wanted to talk to you about, I can't remember. But um, I'm, I had this really nice day off today. It's Monday. I guess a lot of people had the day off. It's the day after Veterans Day or Armistice Day. I like Armistice Day. It's always been my favorite. Nothing against veterans, but um, it's like Armistice Day is a celebration of the stopping of fighting. You know, that's what that was about. I think it was on the 11th day, the 11th month of the 11th hour during World War One. I, I want to say everybody stopped fighting for just a little bit and and just kind of put their guns down. And Kurt Vonnegut writes about it in his book, Breakfast of Champions, which is a fantastic book. If you've never read, I highly recommend it. It's one of my favorites. And he talks about that that's where I learned about it. And then at some point, they changed Armistice Day to Veterans Day. And again, I'm a big, I'm a big fan of military people and the idea of the efforts that they do and everything they sacrifice. And they certainly do deserve a day. But the point is, is that that one thing celebrated something else that shouldn't have been forgotten. And um, in, in, Kurt bon- in Kurt Vonnegut's book, the way he writes it, he says that when all those people stopped fighting on that battlefield, that was, they could hear the voice of God in that. And I always loved that so much. But um, 
Yeah, anyway. So, it's the day after that. It's the 12th. So today I had the day off, fortunately. Nothing too pressing. So I walked around the city a little bit. I went to uh, the West Village, near where the bar I work at is in, and I went to Cafe Reggio, which is a great little coffee spot uh, right near the Comedy Cellar. And they have the they make the preposterous claim that they invented the cappuccino, which I just can't... I can't buy that. I'm sorry. But they do have great cappuccinos. So I stopped and I had a cappuccino and I had a... Uh, a um, croissant with some Nutella. That's something I've never done before. And it was really good. But, man, rich. I think that's all I've eaten today. Then I walked around for a bit. It's getting cold in New York. Reminds me i got to take my plants in off of the fire escape here. Got a couple of herbs and a small jalapeno plant. Jalapeno. I got one jalapeno on it. It's actually Ashley's. She grew it. Very proud of her for doing that. She didn't think she could take care of plants. It's a really interesting thing for people to not be able to do. It's like you just water it every day. That's it. Give it sunlight. Get your fucking life together. You can't take care of a plant? Come on. I mean, even I can do that. But, uh, yeah, it grew it from a seed, and now it's got a little jalapeno on it. I guess we should probably eat it. She has been looking for apartments. This is uh, something I should probably bring up. She and I are uh, going our separate ways. We've been engaged for... A number of years now and uh we're just trying to be grown-ups about this we love the hell out of each other intense amount of respect for each other but um if we're not going to do this we're not going to do this so she's going to get an apartment well she's going to move into somewhere else and i think i'm going to stay here i'm going to try to do a thing where i put up another wall in my living room and rent out the living room as a, a bedroom and hopefully that doesn't end in a catastrophe and I'm sure it'll be difficult because everything in New York is 10 to 15 times harder than it needs to be. I was saying this on stage but last night, but the motto of this, of this city should be, fuck you. You want to do something? Fuck you. How about that? How about New York says, go fuck yourself with your effort. You want to try to join a gym? We're going to shut it the fuck down. You want to try to open up a bank account? You're going to get robbed on the way there. There's just something about this town that it's like, you try to do anything positive in your life and the spirit of this city rises up in opposition against you and just tells you to go fuck yourself. It's really crazy. So I'm really hoping that she has a, an easy time getting a new place and all settled in there. It's going to be an interesting time, man. I'm, I'm trying, to, uh, trying to stay single for a bit after this. She's such a good girl. She's such a good person. Just one of my favorite people in the whole world, and I've had really a great... I've been... I'm one of the luckiest people in, in existence. Not only have I been with her, but I've had the good fortune to be with some truly wonderful women um, in my life who have cared about me. And I... Uh, if you're out there, I wish you the best. I don't talk to my exes. Um... And that's maybe good or maybe bad. I don't know. I gotta talk to my shrink about that. He'll just tell me I'm wrong. That's all he does. I go there and he just tells me I'm wrong. And I I sit there and look at him like a confused dog. I tilt my head to the side. It's like, 
why? I don't understand why I'm fucked up and broken as a person. I feel like I got my shit relatively together. I mean, who does, really, maybe? But, um, yeah. It's going to be different. Like, Ashley and I are trying to not uh, communicate for a good deal of time, and that's going to be a hard thing to do. She's going to take this goofy cat with her that's down on the floor nearby me snoring. Little orange fucking dumbass. That's going to be that's going to be tricky too, man. I, I I wish I didn't care about this animal as much as I do, but it's it's hard. It's hard to not like a pet. But um yeah, so I'm going to try to use this momentum, this energy, this whatever it'll be to do some positive things in my life. And that's something that's something I recommend to anybody going through some shit, right? I'm sure somebody one of you out there listening, if anybody's listening, you probably, there's a very good chance you're going through some hard times. And we all do. It's, life is difficult, you know? It, it can be beautiful and excruciating. But one of the things that helped me, like, in my previous, in the wake of my previous relationship, as, as that energy hit me, I just decided that I was going to, you could go under the wave or over the wave. And when you get overwhelmed with some of this stuff, like just try to not wallow in it. You try to be sad, allow yourself to be sad for a few, you know, but it's, it's a, it's a thing you shouldn't have too much of. You have it, you recognize it, be a human, have that emotion but then do something good for yourself. Like, just hit the gym, or write, or paint, or sing, or whatever it is that you do. Like, use that energy to do something good for yourself. Don't just fucking drink and deny, you know. You gotta, you gotta take that stuff and make good with it. And that's the thing I'm trying to remind myself as I approach peak chaos in my life, you just gotta remember that you're in charge of it, and be present, and just keep hammering away at whatever it is that you're trying to get done with your life, that's a big problem that I've always had, is not really registering that I'm making incremental improvements with my life, and we all are, you know, but somehow things look farther away the closer you get to them, I don't know why that is, in the same way that well, I think maybe we, we just fill in the blanks with our own insecurity. I know I do that shit too. Like whenever you, if you text somebody or say a thing, like there's something about like when, like if somebody were to write an email to me, be like, or a text and be like, Hey, how are how you doing? They might just meet it that way. But somehow I read the email as like, how are you doing? You know, it's like, there's something there where you just like, you take the worst interpretation of what it could be and then just it fills in with your insecurities. You know, it's like if I'm, I've always had a problem where I'm not the most social person. So I'll go to a party or some event thing that is like, you know, meant to be a social thing. And I'm, I tend to kind of stand by myself and, you know, I'll look on my phone or, or just kind of be quiet 
And throughout my life, it's been a problem where people think that I don't like them because I am spending time by myself, you know, because they'll look at you and say, what does this guy think? He's too good for us. He's not going to talk to us. So ever since I I, I understood that about myself, I've made it more of a point to try to engage people and take my anxiety and just sort of flip it on its head. And that's another big thing is like rec- recognizing when you're suffering from anxiety. I Today was a big one. I was just racked with like just felt like something was like following me around all day. Some negativity like hanging over me. And a lot of it had to do with me knowing I had to do this podcast because I've set a goal for myself and I need to and I need to achieve it. And I get really self-conscious when I do these podcasts because I feel like it's not funny enough or entertaining enough or whatever. And, or it's too much like, you know, there's other people that do solo podcasts, uh, Bill Burr being one of the main, main ones. And if you don't listen to Bill Burr's podcast, you should, it's really great. The Monday morning podcast, Jim Tews does a fantastic podcast. It's called quitting comedy. Um, he had does some interviews, but he does these solo podcasts sometimes and they're really great. But I, I just, I don't want to, I get worried that I'm like, ah, it's too much like this guy or that guy, but it's, but I'm just me. We are who we are, you know, something somebody brought up to me years ago that I thought was a really interesting way of thinking about like self-conscious shit. Like think about the most embarrassing thing that you can remember happening. And when I say embarrassing, I mean the type of thing that it's like, you know, you'll be alone by yourself and that thought will come up in your mind and you have to like make a noise to make it go away. You know, you'd be like, ah, I don't know. I don't want to think about that. I don't like that. (laughs) You know, that, that thing. Now think about whoever it was that witnessed that, right? So it was not just you probably. It was somebody else that it was like embarrassing in front of, you know? So that was a real low point in your life and somebody else saw it and you think about the way that they thought about you. Now think, rack your brain and try to see if there's anything you can think of that you saw that person do that is embarrassing. Somehow it just goes away. Like they don't think about it, about you in the same way that you don't think about them being a fucking idiot in some capacity because those are just things that we do for our, we obsess about them, but nobody else gives a shit, you know? It's like I got a buddy of mine who shit his pants at work and then took off and called me and told me he was, you know, he'd, he'd shit himself and was, uh, he just ran away. And then I was like, well, you got to go back to work. He's like, and he did. And he went back to that job. And I guess nobody cared or he didn't care. Who knows? You can't, we're not always cool. We're not always smooth. Sometimes we shit our pants. Every now and then, you know, we say we're going to fill up a water balloon full of piss and you just don't have the dick pressure to be able to do that. Not everybody can be a nine-year-old who tries to pee over a fence. You know, it's like at a certain point, you got a grown-up bladder and all that. That was kind of a strange, tapered-off way of making my point, but you get what I'm saying. It's um, it's so often just in your head, these things. And that's definitely something that I, I struggle with. But um, 
I'm really looking forward to getting this momentum going, and I want to hear back from you guys about uh, things and talk to me. Send me questions. Send me comments. Let's have a conversation through this. I would love to have that happen. I um, I need to tell you also that every time I have a book and an album, a digital download on the album, and the book is in a physical form, I still have like a, a box full of them, which is like 25 of them. They're for sale on my website. Uh, it's it's a book that I wrote and illustrated called Nothing Too Fancy. Um, it's just a comedy book. It's really a book for your bathroom. It's kind of a bathroom book. Uh, but people have always people have told me they really like it. And my album is something I recorded about two years ago in Austin, Texas. It's called Lost in Thought. It's my first uh, effort into doing all that. And I'm really happy with both those things. And if you buy them... That helps me continue doing this. So, uh, yeah, it's on, the, it's on my website, and I'd be happy to mail it to you. And uh, digital download comes with the book if you want it. And I'm also trying to uh, get a few more things out there artwork-wise. I've been doing pet portraits again. I, got a, I, I finally got myself an, a new iPad and an Apple Pencil, so I'm back to drawing these pet portraits. You can follow along on that on my Instagram, Paul Odo or uh, Polito Art is my other one where I post my artwork. And I am almost to the tail end of doing all these pet pictures, which is uh, a thing that I had to do. If you missed the first episode, it's something that I had done in connection with a GoFundMe that Ashley and I put together to help our cat, Theo, uh, get an operation on his hip. A lot of people showed up and helped out with that. And God bless you for doing that if, if you did and you're listening. Thank you again so much. So part of the deal was if you donated $100 or more, I would draw your pet. So that's what I've been doing. I've done about 10 of them now, and I think I have about four more to do. They take me a while. It takes me like a, a week or more because they're very detailed. So that's what I got. I'm hammering those out. I'll be posting more of them. And then when I'm all done with it, I think I'll probably take Commissions for more pet portraits, if anybody wants one. Uh, I'm certainly not going to do it for $100. Probably somewhere more around like the $300 mark. But, I mean, they come out really nice, and they're it's a handmade piece of artwork, uh, digital. But, I mean, I do all the drawing. It's not like I trace it or anything. It's, it's, I look at the picture, and I draw the thing. So, that's what it is. I, I also need to start another painting. That's something that always makes me feel more, like, at peace. It's working on a painting. We finished the deck over at my friend Jamie's house, for the most part. About 98% done. Still got to put the uh, outside boards on. The fascia, fascia boards? Fascia boards? It's a strange word. Um, Still working on that high-profile job that I will tell you about as I get clearance to do so. People have told me they have not been able to find my voice in Red Dead Redemption 2, but again, there was 1,200 people that voiced characters in that, so I can understand if it's hard to find me. I don't have a PlayStation or that game, otherwise I'd waste most of my life trying to find me too. But you can also just listen to this, with your head on my chest, my little Scientologists. (laughs) I gotta give credit where credit is due, my friend Phil... Del Costello, one of the funnier people I know and have known, uh, lives in Los Angeles, runs the uh, UCB out there, 
uh, the sunset one. He came up with the term Scientology. I got to give him credit because uh, it's it's his. He gave it to me, but it's a really great name. I don't know how I'm going to make it work exactly, like why this seems like a church. But uh, I don't know. I don't have I don't have a problem with it. I mean, people can people you know if, if you want if you want to worship me, go ahead. I don't give a shit. I mean, whatever people pray to stranger things, not the show, but stranger situations, stranger things. The show wouldn't make a bad religion. Um, the first season anyway, second season sucked. And I will argue anybody who says it didn't, they just threw too much against the wall. It was all over the place. I mean, whatever. I didn't like it. Maybe you did. You're allowed to like things. I don't, uh, like, you know, we're we're not that strict in Scientology. I can have interests that are different from yours. Just, you know, keep tithing and uh, whatever. I mean, you don't have to behave differently around me just because I'm your spiritual leader. Man, this could turn into a whole Osho thing. Damn, that's something. Man, those people were fucking, weren't they? What a crazy thing. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about uh, the uh, Wild Wild Country documentary series on Netflix, which was totally insane. If you haven't seen it, you got to watch it. That was one of the wildest stories I've ever heard of. I can't believe that was not just common knowledge that everybody knew this happened. It's like a humongous cult in Oregon in like the early 80s, late 70s, I think. And it was, uh, I got to be honest, I would have been in that cult straight up. It was all like, uh, it was, it was a, it seemed like a pretty fun time for a while until they started poisoning people, but it wasn't even that bad a poison. It was like salmonella, you know, if you're going to poison people, go fucking big or go home. I mean, are you just going to make them shit and throw up? That's fucking throw a piss balloon at them. Guys, we're closing in on the time here. I'm trying to not make these podcasts excessively long, about 30 minutes. You tell me if that's too long or too short. I can uh, extend it or shrink it. Um, I don't really have my calendar in front of me. I'm sure I got some shows, but I'll post them on Twitter and whatnot. Uh, not Facebook, though. I fucking hate Facebook, dude. I just can't do it anymore. There's something about Facebook that drives me crazy. As soon as I get on Facebook, I just start feeling myself get angry, and I'm just scrolling through everybody's dumb, long-winded horse shit, and it's all political and crazy, and I just don't want to hear it anymore. And I, I will find myself on Facebook just getting sucked into it. And out loud, I'll say to myself, get the fuck off Facebook. And I have to close the window. I just can't deal with it. Um, maybe there's a healthy way to engage with it. But I, anyway, the point is, is, if you send me a message on Facebook, I very likely will not get it. At least not for a while. So if you want to email me, you can uh, email the podcast at paulodopodcast at gmail.com or you can follow me on Instagram and direct message me on there or you can tweet at me or just text me or if you see me walking across the street just yell something you want me to talk about whatever, I don't care I'm not a private person, you can look me in the eyes Um, and aside from that I will try to update you about more things but Please do spread the word about this. Tell more people to follow and check it out because let's just see how big we can get this. Wouldn't it be crazy if this became some enormous podcast and we could do shows and I could have guests on and whatever. I mean, I don't know what the fuck it could be. Who knows? 
right? It could be anything. You set your mind to it. Scientologists, get after it. Um, aside from that, guys, I hope you had a good week. I hope you're doing well. I hope you enjoy the podcast. I hope you like listening to me talk and ramble for a while. And if you don't, you know, nobody's got a gun to your head. You don't have to listen to this. I like that you do. And if somebody does have a gun to your head, making you listen to this podcast, why? What happened? Is it me from a parallel dimension or the future? Is it you? Are you kind of Tyler Durdening yourself? Do better things with your time if that's the case. You should force yourself to go to the gym, which I should have done today. But sometimes you just got to do nothing for a day. This isn't nothing. All right, listen, I'm going to sign off. You're still here laying on my chest, so just close your eyes, and before you know it, everything else will be okay. I hope you're having a good day. I hope you're having a good night. I hope your work is going by quickly if you want it to, and it's really drawing out if you love it. But aside from that, thanks for listening, and uh, let's be in touch, okay? Have a good week, and I will talk to you next week. Take care, guys.